Welcome to the Beyond Fitness Podcast with Mel and Bree. I'm Mel. And I'm Bree. And we're two moms on a mission to educate and empower others to take charge of their health by ditching the all or nothing mentality, leading by example, and living life without deprivation. Making improvements to your health doesn't have to be hard. And we want you to have the tools to teach your family that you can be healthy and enjoy life. Hey everyone, and welcome to day four of COVID-19 quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo! We made it! Only 432 more days to go. Right? So Brie, how have you guys been holding up? We are actually doing well. Um, It's only, you know, the girls were on spring break last week, so this is just kind of a spring break extension, if you will. Um, but no, we're, we're doing surprisingly well. We're both fortunate that we work from home and Mm -hmm. we have continued to be able to work from home, which is a huge blessing. Um, so now it's just figuring out how we're going to homeschool and still work our full-time jobs. Right. You know, it's, it's all good. Yeah. How about you guys? Yeah. About the same. I mean, it's, it's been nice. We've had a lot of quality family time. Yeah. Um, you know, done things with the kids that we haven't had time to do, like, the other day, we planted a garden. Um, some Every year in springtime, I take the kids. We go get some seeds and plant a couple things, see what blossoms. We were able to do that, but on like a little bit bigger scale nice. this year. We've been doing lots of arts and crafts. Like we did this galaxy rock project the other day. Um, you know, it's been so beautiful out. We did it. Yes, a, a, thankfully. A backyard picnic. Nice. Um, you know, stuff like that. We yeah. did movie night last night, which was so nice. We haven't been able to, like, really sit down and have family time in the evenings right. with everything that's going on. I mean, like, just been just crazy life. schedules. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, after dinner, we watched Pete's Dragon. Oh, it's so good. That's such a cute movie. Um, just enjoyed the kids and hung out and... Good. Yeah, it's, it's it's actually been nice. I mean, fortunate for us. I know a lot of people have been affected by this um, on not such a grand scale. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just spreading like wildfire. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, more areas than others. I mean, I know that New York's gotten hit pretty bad with it. Mm-hmm. Um, L.A., Washington on like a grand scale new york makes sense because they're the hub for all international travel people are coming in and out um and they're pretty much on top of each other so that makes sense and you know of course la is heavily populated Mm -hmm. so is washington so i think they've really started um seriously isolating Mm -hmm. i I don't know i try to avoid Watching the news as much yeah. as possible. You know, as we talked about earlier, yeah. I get all my information from my husband. Exactly. <laughs> I watch none of it because it just brings me down and it's, um, I, I would rather focus on the things that I can't control right here and right now. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it just stresses me out too much. Oh yeah. No, I mean, I, especially like on social media, it's just, it's overwhelming and you don't know what information to trust. I mean, the news just, I feel like kind of blows things out of proportion. Oh, totally. Um, to an extent that trying to cause a little bit of rise Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. in (laughs) American citizens. And yeah, so I just, 
basically I get all my information from my husband. He watches all of that stuff like crazy and he yep. can look at it compartmentalized and not be um, emotional about it. Right. He can be rational and is thinking logical and be like, okay, yes, this, ha-, and he'll research the heck out of it. Right. And be like, this has validity. Um, right. You know, that I got this information from this source, which is a right. credible source and blah, blah, blah. It's not blah, just a Facebook post from right. your social media experts. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, there are some things on, like, you know, I, I'm not saying that I'm avoiding social media completely. I was actually, um, a friend had tagged me in a post the other day and she, you know how it, it was a video. It was actually a very comical video. Um, but after that, you know how videos come in after, like, if it's a YouTube video, it'll play the next yeah, one. Yeah, the auto replay thing. Mm-hmm. And this video totally stole my heart. So I don't know if you've heard about what's been going on in Italy. Yeah. It's, I mean, the toll that the virus has taken over there is just, I think it's the biggest in comparison yeah. to the rest of the world. It's horrible. Um, I think number last time was like, what would you say, 3,200? I think so, yeah. That it had taken, the death toll was 3,200. Right. So, but anyways, I was just so amazed and touched by this video I saw. So, in a time like this, you know, people are, are panicking, they're scared, stressed, um, all of the things and in this video, there was a man who went out on his balcony and started playing his guitar. And as you know, Italy, they, they're they basically stacked on top of yeah, each other. Yeah, yeah. So, um, there's not any room to move around, which is no surprise why it spread so quickly. Mm-hmm. But this man, he's, he went out on his balcony and he started playing guitar. And all these people started coming out onto their balconies and singing songs with this man playing the guitar and he's playing like songs that everybody knows like mm-hmm. these are childhood songs like the kids could sing along mm-hmm. with them and just to see that unity in that moment these people that are isolated that can't right. you know their their only contact is with the people that live in their home and they're having groceries delivered they can't even leave their house to like right. go for walks so, so it was just Heartwarming. Yes. I I mean, like, I was in tears. Kind of restores your faith a little bit in humanity. Yes. You know, because people have batshit crazy and stealing toilet paper now. So, it's it's crazy. I don't get it. You don't get it. Of all things. Yeah. Toilet paper. I'm like... Stop stealing the toilet paper. (laughs) Just stop. Okay? I mean, if you... If you're on your deathbed, the last thing I would think that you would reach for is... A roll of toilet paper. Yeah, I, I don't know. I got, I got nothing. <laughs> Just stop taking it. Stop it. But, so, you know, obviously the coronavirus, it's scary. Of it's, course. I mean, I am not downplaying that at all. It is a frightening time. People are in panic mode. But my husband asked me a question last night that really made me think. He asked me if I thought that most Americans, um, the response that they were giving towards what's going on was warranted. And what he meant was, you know, the level of panic and, and just how people are reacting in general about the situation. And I thought about it for a minute and I said, well, people should be concerned with what's going on. 
because yeah. it has it has killed um and it has infected a large number of people right um and we have no idea what's going to happen in the future i'm not saying that we shouldn't be isolating ourselves to a point I think the government is taking precautions to make sure it doesn't spread like what we're seeing in Italy. Um, but I think the level of panic we're seeing in people with regards to going to the grocery stores, completely wiping them out mm-hmm. of milk and eggs and bread and meats and vegetables. I mean, frozen, fresh, right. like all of that stuff. There is no need for that because we're... We're not at any type of shortage mm-hmm. um, overall. I mean, yes, we're like you go to the grocery store right now. It's probably the shelves are probably empty, but they're replenishing that. They're putting that back right. in. They just may not be able to do it as quickly. But there is no reason for us to stock up for three, four, five weeks. Now, if you're worried about coming under contact with people and constantly going to the grocery store, you can order your groceries online and just drive up and pick them up. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to get your groceries three weeks out because you're worried about going to the grocery store every week. Right. Um, I just, I, I don't understand that. And one thing I had read about the other day that still disturbs me with everything that's going on. Um, I've heard that, uh, a, so I don't know if you've heard this or not, but formula has become scarce to find. Mm, and you think, okay, moms, dads are buying formulas mm-hmm. for their baby and they're buying in abundance. Sure. I mean, that makes sense. That's not why they're out of formula. They're out of formula because <clears throat> it's basically like a dried form of milk and people are worried about running out of milk. And how long milk lasts. And they're, you know, buying so much milk at a time. And now they're putting a limit on milk. So they're going and buying this formula in bulk in case they run out of milk. Which is leaving all of these infants that rely on formula. To live. Yes, without. Where people are buying it, but they don't necessarily need it to survive. Because we can survive just fine without milk as adults. Right, right. Or even older kids. Right. But those babies, they can't. That's their just, only source of nutrition. No, they, they can't drink milk. Right. So when it gets to that point, I mean, that's that's when I question. Mm-hmm. What, when I was thinking about my husband's question about whether it's warranted, I that to me at this point is not warranted. No. Um, we're not there yet. No. There's no reason why people should be doing that Mm-mm. at this point. Especially when, yeah, you're doing okay, but what about all these other people that rely right. on these food sources that now cannot get the things that they need? Right. So uh, it's just, it, I know. That's, it's that's just heartening. It's, it's just. And unnecessary. No, it's unnecessary. Right. So it's just, Gosh. it really puts a different perspective on what's going on. So why don't we talk about some of the things we can control. Okay. Because I, I'm like you, I kind of stick my head in the sand or stay in my bubble. And I know people kind of laugh at me for that. I mean, I'm not dumb. I know what's going on. Right. But I'm one of the way I function 
so I don't like spin out of control is I focus on the things that I can control right now. Mm -hmm. Like, what am I going to cook the girls for dinner? Right. Or what are we having for dinner tonight? Or what's tomorrow going to look like? Or what do I need to do around the house now? Like I cannot control what is going on with the coronavirus. No, I have no control over that. Right. I cannot control what other people do. So I want to focus on the things I can control right now. And you and I were talking earlier about this, about, you know, the gyms are closing. Mm-hmm. People are kind of freaking out. How am I going to work out? What am I supposed to do? Now I'm not getting all the food. I, w- I was, I normally eat uh, my, my routines thrown off. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how this is actually a really good time because we do have extra time. Mm-hmm. Even though we're both, you and I are both still working full-time jobs from home as are our spouses. And now we have the added luxury of homeschooling our children beginning next week, yes. which is super fun for the next month at least. Um, but we still have extra time because everything else is closed. We're not doing the after school activities. We're not running kids all over the weekend to all the things. So we find ourselves with more time. So I think it's important that we use that time obviously to reconnect with our family and everything, but this is a great time to focus on your health and because that there is so much of that you can control. So why don't we get into that a little bit? Okay. So, I mean, really, I think, you know, we talk about the four pillars of your well-being, being fitness, exercise, nutrition, stress, and sleep. Yeah. If those things are not addressed, if they're not taken care of in an appropriate manner, your well-being will suffer. Yes. In some way, shape, or form. Now, you can rely on, you know just a handful of the, or just a couple of those. Um, but that'll only take you so far. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, your, your nutrition and your fitness may not, may may be on point, but your stress and your sleep aren't. And so you can only go so long with those other two things not being on point before your, everything just comes falling down. Right. And I mean, if you're half-assing each of those, that's even worse, which most of us are doing, you know, we're, we're spread way too thin and we've got our hand in like so many different activities. We're not giving anything a hundred percent. Oh no. So let's, let's use this time to work on that. So, you know, fitness exercise, um, your gym's closed, like you said, or it's not closed. Um, and they're still offering classes, but if they are may want to think twice about actually going to the gym. I mean, there's tons of germs. People are touching all the stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, They are limiting classes uh, to a small amount. But from my understanding, a lot of gyms now are um, doing virtual classes. Mm -hmm. Or they're streaming workouts. Yeah, I saw that LA Fitness was doing something like that. So that's an option too. I know with my clients or people that take my classes, I'm doing like an online uh, Facebook private group and we're nice. doing live workouts together. Um, and then I'm also doing some pre-recorded workouts if they want to, you know, mm-hmm. do a couple extra workouts. Um, also with my one-on-one clients, we're doing like FaceTime workouts versus nice in person just so they still have that accountability. Right. But there's tons of options out there. I mean, you could go on YouTube and find workouts to do. You can, there's, 
all these different streaming services you can do, you know, check with your gym. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there's video games. Yes. The girls love to go throw on Just Dance. Right. And I mean, they, they, they work up a sweat doing that. There's so many different things. You can play, you know, Wii Sports with mm-hmm. the kids. You know, provide the weather is good. You can go for a bike ride. Go for a um, walk. Oh, my gosh. Go chase your kids. Go play hide and go seek. Go yeah. play basketball. We played tetherball for like an hour oh my gosh. the other night. <laughs> like, look, I legitimately have a bruise on oh, my hand. I know. <laughs> it's stupid. It doesn't hurt, but yeah. Um, There's so many different things that you can do. Um, if you are an avid gym goer, you have your routine set. Now's a good time to change things up. Our bodies naturally want to find some type of normalcy. Mm -hmm. They want to find, uh, they want to adapt. Yes. We are adaptation machines. And so right now, by challenging it in different ways, and even though you may think, oh, well, doing a home workout, it's not going to be as good as in the gym or in the classes. I'm going to lose my gains. No, that's, that's BS because now you're challenging it in different ways. So to give an example, I'm going to point something out that we did the other day. Okay. So, we had a photo shoot together. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ha- it was two different days. And one of the days, you came and joined me out, and we did outside in the park. Now, we work out two totally different ways. Yes. And we got up on the pull-up machine, and you had no problem doing that pull-up. I could do barely one. <laughs> <laughs> and then we did something a couple days later where we were at your house, and we were doing, I think it was a squat. And I had, we had to hold a squat. Mm-hmm. Now, in Pilates, I hold squats all the time. It's mm-hmm. one of the things we do. And if I remember correctly, you were, it was a little bit like, you're like, oh, my I can hold, I, oh, yeah. yeah, I can hold it, but not like, but yeah, for like an extended period of oh, time, yeah. which is something that I'm used to doing. Right. So it just shows that you're, you know, you challenge your body which in is different great. ways. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, if I did your workout, I'm sure it would challenge me. And if you did your, my workout, I'm sure it would challenge you. Oh, hell yeah. Um, and, you know, and it's good. It's good. You're, you're utilizing different muscles mm-hmm. that you're not used to utilizing, which makes it hard for your body to adapt. And, you know, you may actually even see progress. Yes. Because you've changed the stimulus. You've changed... If you've been doing, especially if you're one of those people that does the same routine every time mm-hmm. they go into the gym and you don't mix things up and, well, I use 15 pounds because I always use 15 pounds. Okay. Well, it's time to change things up. You might see fantastic changes exactly. from simply changing your routine. So don't think that just because you can't go to the gym doesn't mean you can't get exercise or movement in. And you don't need fancy equipment. I mean, honestly, all you need is your body weight. Yep. You can do body weight exercises like push-ups, lunges, squats, um, planks, planks. Yeah, where you don't need right. Where you don't need you don't even need weights. Right. Uh, You can do it without a mat. And I mean, don't get me wrong. You're not going to grow. You know, grow and build huge muscles doing any of that. But put that aside and just focus on the movement and moving your body. But you will strengthen. Absolutely. You will strengthen. And yes, and you may be strengthening muscles that your body is not used to. Right. Um, and you'll notice. There's a lot of value in that. Maybe right now you're just working on mobility and you're working on flexibility. Um, maybe you decide to do a HIIT routine, um, and work on your endurance, um, which is great. 
uh, so you can shift your focus on mm-hmm. things you're working on. You know, things like um, Pilates, yoga, cardio could um, support, that's not the word I'm looking for, but complement. Yeah. It can complement your strength training routine. So the things that maybe you've been avoiding or you haven't had time to do or just, you know, because you're in your gym and you're in your set routine, you just choose not to do. Now is the time to find those things to challenge yourself in different ways and maybe even complement what you're doing. So when you go back to the gym, when you go to do your workout, you're executing it with like 110%. It's even Mm -hmm. better than it was before. Yep. And then you're challenging yourself even more because you haven't been doing it for a while and now you go back. Right. And your body is like, oh, I'm doing something new when in actuality it's not new. It's something you've done in the past. Right. But your body's training it like it's something new. So you're going to see a, a lot of improvement there. Yeah, agreed. So mm-hmm. there's tons of different workouts that you can find um, online. You can always reach out to us on our Facebook page, Beyond Fitness. And, you know, we'd be happy to give you some recommendations of things that we like or mm-hmm. put you in the right direction. Um, but th- there's tons of options. And yep. right now, you have the time to do it. So why not do it? Right. Um, I mean, there's there's just no excuse for not taking the right strides towards making your health better. Right, right. And it doesn't mean you have to spend an hour doing something every day. No. Especially if you've got little kids running around underfoot. You know, I mean, my girls are 10 and they still like to be at my butt. But if you've got 10 minutes, get Absolutely. the kids involved, do something. Just create movement. And then if you've got 10 minutes later again in the day, that's great. Yeah. Something's always better than nothing. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're doing things like body weight movements or um, things like yoga, Pilates, um, endurance uh, exercises like HIIT or something like that, you can do those every day if you want, if you have the time to do it. You know, do 30, 45-minute workouts every day. Heck, if you're advanced, you could do that a couple times a day. I'm not saying that you should, um, but if that's the way for you to relieve stress, if you enjoy working out, do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't enjoy working out, you're probably fine with just, you know, 30 minutes or maybe like 10 minutes here or 10 minutes there. But I would at least recommend three hours a week yeah. of, of physical activity, of moderate, moderate activity. Yeah, I agree. So, um, moving on to our next point, which is fueling your body properly. This is food really important. I mean, these are all really important, but it's not just about eating right. I I don't want to just, because I feel like you guys know that from all of our podcasts, from stuff that you see in social media, obviously eating right, eating non-processed foods is important. But I think what you really need to take away from this today is knowing when is a good time to eat for nutrition and when is a good time to eat for comfort. Because it's important that we eat things we enjoy. And mm-hmm. we, you know, sometimes we just need that comfort food. It, mm-hmm. That's like our release. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do it. I'm oh, sure yeah. you do it. 
you know, we, we're sitting here with our adult beverages. Yes, and some Annie's Cheddar Bunnies for balance. So, because they're organic. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And they have cheddar, which is dairy. Which right. Is, yeah. Calcium. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, but it's really important that you not just find that balance, but you recognize when it's okay to have those things. Or you listen to your body, like, okay. Am I really hungry or am I bored or am I stressed? Is that why I'm eating? Is that why I'm reaching in the pantry and grabbing those bags of Doritos? Mm -hmm. Like, why why am I eating? Mm -hmm. And allow yourself some time. Like, if you know, if you had a really well-balanced breakfast and lunch and you're like, you know what? We're having some family over tonight. And we're going to be ordering takeout. Um, I'm going to order a burger and fries. Okay, great. Yeah, enjoy that burger and fries. You know, sit there. Try not to eat it in front of a TV mm-hmm. or anything electronic. Try even, I. you know, I don't even like to talk when I'm eating. Like, or if I do, I make sure I take lots of breaks. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to be distracted while I'm eating because I want to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And if I enjoy it. I recognize quicker when I'm full. Yeah, I agree. And so it's really important to enjoy the food and just listen to your body and listen to what it's telling you of, okay, am I eating this out of enjoyment? Am I eating it for fuel? Mm-hmm. And to know the difference. Yeah. Um, and then if you're going to eat that hamburger and fries, great. Maybe you want to avoid the milkshake and the brownie. That's the right. And then, you know, if you do eat all that stuff, just make sure your next meal is, you know, well-rounded, right. good meal. Yeah. Don't beat yourself up over the fact that you had a hamburger and fries. Right. That's and, called life. I yeah. mean, we, so we just celebrated our anniversary yeah. this past weekend and we always go for like a really nice dinner mm-hmm. and we always get creme brulee for dessert and we get you know we eat all the food and we enjoy a couple drinks and um and years ago I would eat all of the food that was on my plate because we were paying a crap ton for it and I wanted to enjoy it and we didn't do it often (laughs) right and then I would be miserable after and that's not a fun anniversary when you're like a busted can of biscuits if you know what I mean so um Nothing makes you feel sexy when you have to peel your dress off. But, right. Um, <laughs> when they're at the yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. Lovely. Everything's just popping out. Uh, so this year we we went to dinner and we told the waiter from the beginning. We were like, we are not in a hurry. We are taking our time. You know, do not come back and want to take our order in two seconds. Like, just don't even waste your time. Right. So we ordered a drink and we had order appetizer and um let that settle for a little bit just talked had a good time and then we finally did order and by the time dinner by the time it came around to order I wasn't really hungry as much because I'd had a drink and I don't usually drink and we had had an appetizer and just enjoyed ourselves and so I ended up ordering a salad which I know is kind of cliche oh the girl orders a salad in a steakhouse right I do it Um, all the time (laughs) but I needed some greens that day because they were lacking because we were out of town and staying kind of in a remote area so I was like I'm just gonna get a salad that way I'm not miserable because I knew we also wanted dessert because it's like the one time we really just go all out for dessert so I did that had a salad we took our time we finally ordered dessert we got a fresh peach pie with uh, like warm out of the oven crispy glazed 
not a whole pie, but, um, and then ice cream with it because duh, warm pie and ice cream. Like right? who doesn't like that? You're un-American. It just um, makes sense. It does. So we got that and we enjoyed it. And I ate, um, I don't even think I ate half of it, which I normally would have just devoured it, but I stopped and I felt good. I was satisfied and I wasn't yeah. like, Oh my God, get me yeah. out of here. Um, so That's it's just, it, it is so awful. Right. And we've all been there and oh, yeah. it, it still happens from time to time. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But you know, so many people they'll, they'll find it. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you ate that. Or you did that. Yeah, I do. Because I, I, I'm cognizant of what life. I'm eating. <laughs> yeah. Most of the time and I eat well and then I enjoy it when I want it. And then my next meal is good. Yeah. And I, you move on with life and it takes a while to get to that point. It does. But you know what? If you are constantly saying, I can't have this, I can't have that. Right. Then what are you going to do when you are allowed that? You're going to go crazy. Yep, yep. And you just have to learn that you're not perfect. Nope. Your diet shouldn't be perfect. Well, that's no fun. I know, right? <laughs> but, I mean, just mindful eating. Right. It's just creating that awareness, um, being able to... I'm one. Of, I'm a stress and boredom eater. So mm-hmm. if I get upset, I immediately go stand in the pantry and eat a snack while I'm looking for another a, a better a better snack. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I've gotten a lot better about that because now I've I've trained myself to stop for a second and be like, whoa, what are you doing? Are you really hungry? Or why are you eating this? You're not even hungry, you know. And I'm not gonna lie. There's sometimes where it's like, screw it, I don't care. I'm gonna eat it anyway because I'm just yeah. really pissed off or or whatever. Um, but most of the time now. I have that awareness where I can keep that Mm -hmm. in check and be like, okay, just walk away. I'm really not that hungry right now, you know? Um, and it takes, it takes discipline. It takes, it takes practice. Um, but if you're finding yourself stuck in that, especially now with the kids being home and we're all suddenly homeschool parents, um, it's going to be easy to default to that, but Mm -hmm. that's where it's helpful just to take a step back and, and kind of evaluate for a second. And it's funny because I'm actually the flip of that. I when I get stressed, you're a non-eater. I'm a non-eater, which mm. is, most people think, we oh, trade? that's great, but it's it's not a good <laughs> I know, thing. It's not. It's, it's not. not. I mean, in some cases, I think it's worse because it totally screws up your metabolism. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll get into more detail on another podcast. Right. But it's really important, and we're also going to talk about stress and how it plays a role. But just to be mindful of the food that you're putting in your mouth and whether it's journaling it mm-hmm. or, you know, just, I mean, there's tons of apps that'll help you mm-hmm. write it down. But I challenge you, all of you to, you know, for like a couple of days, just write down all the things you're eating. Bet you anything, you would be surprised as to what you write down. Because um, a lot of times we don't realize what we're eating until mm-hmm. we're actually asked to record it or to recall it. Right. Or I mean, how much of something we've eaten too. I've had clients try to, you know, give me a 24 hour recall, um, of what they ate and either they're surprised or they just, they don't recall anything. Like they oh, wow. totally just forgotten what they yeah, ate. Yeah. The they're so disconnected. Hours. Yes. Yeah, that's not good. No. So it's really important that you're aware of what you're putting in your mouth. For sure. 
So can we talk about stress a little bit? Absolutely. Because you know I'm a stress eater. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just said that. And so I wanted to share a couple of little things that I do that have helped me and that yeah. have helped my clients for those situations. Uh, I will go and distract myself. Mm-hmm. And that looks a little bit different for everyone, right? So things for me... Um, I'll go clean something or organize something real quick. I'll set a timer sometimes, Mm -hmm. you know, 10, 15 minutes. And then if I'm still hungry or still wanting a snack after 15 minutes, then I'll give in and go ahead and have it. Um, A lot of the times, though, I find I moved on to something else and I don't need it. Um, Alexa is very handy for that Oh, yeah, timer. she's fantastic with timers. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't have an Alexa, set the timer on your microwave or yeah. your phone, because yeah. I know you've got a phone if you're listening to this. Yeah. Um, you can paint your fingernails, even if you're a boy, I guess, if that's your thing, whatever. Um, paint your fingernails, because if your fingers are, your fi- nails are wet, you can't be opening packages and digging into food, right? right? That's good. Um, yeah, I never call a friend, on. text somebody, read a book. Go for a walk. Uh, go for a walk. Exercise. You know, brush your hair. Play, whatever. Brush play, your teeth. Brush your teeth. I, duh. Yes. Drink a glass of water. Because you're not going to want to eat anything. No. It just teeth. tastes nasty. Um, play again with your kids. You know, there's all these different things that you can try. And essentially what that's doing is just bringing awareness mm-hmm. to help you take a step back and be like, okay, why am I doing this? And I can honestly tell you, even though sometimes it feels like it, food has never fixed this the problem there is not a solution that food i mean unless you're a starving person that it's like oh so and so pissed me off or my kids are up my butt or i lost my job or there's a there's a pandemic in the world let me just eat that's going to make it better yeah. it doesn't work like that no it, it it's it's not the solution um so managing that aspect of stress in terms of eating i think is is really really important um, but what else did you want to talk about, about stress in general? Well, so stress plays a huge role in your overall well-being. I mean, if you are stressed to the brim, you're, you're not going to be able to focus on your goals. Um, you're not going to be able to sleep well. You're not going to be able to eat well. That's, you know, like you said, you're a stress eater. So mm-hmm. it leads you to do the, all these things that you shouldn't be doing. It's really important to know your triggers. Mm-hmm. I mean, as much as you can, when those triggers are co- coming on, to know how to deal with those triggers. Um, some of the things I recommend to my clients when they're feeling stressed out, um, meditation is a big one. Mm-hmm. And I usually do meditation through the form of exercise, like Pilates, of course, I'm a big advocate for. It helps you to have this mind-body connection while you're doing the exercises we do a lot of breathing which the breathing is what really relaxes you so when you breathe um it actually that oxygen causes your muscles to relax Mm -hmm. um when you hold your breath it can cause your muscles to tense up right uh so it you know that it's just like um we do a lot of exercises in pilates where i have um them completely Exhale every last bit of air. Mm -hmm. I call it dirty air. Mm -hmm. We exhale every last bit of air out, and then we bring clean air in. And we do Mm -hmm. it a couple times just to make sure all that air is Mm -hmm. out. And it's just allowing their lungs to expand, Mm -hmm. open up, fill all that space with oxygen, um, relaxing the muscles, and then, you know, completely releasing. Right. 
Now, Pilates is not 100% meditational like yoga is. For my more stressed out clients, I recommend that they do yoga. Because yoga, that is the main focus. Right. Is meditation. Um, and it works a lot of the times. Exercise in general is just really good stress reliever. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing that I recommend to... So I, I know you are too. I'm, I'm a very religious person. Mm-hmm. For me, prayer is one of the ways I use to help de-stress. That's my meditation. That's... Yeah. That's your form of that's meditation. That's my form of meditation. Absolutely. Yeah. And so... For my clients that I know are believers, you know, I'll ask them if they've come to me stressed out and they've got issues going on internally, I'll ask them if they prayed lately. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I might even pray with them mm-hmm. uh, if that's what they need at the time. Mm-hmm. But that that can do a lot for, mm-hmm. I mean, so many people. So it's just, you know, sometimes it, it's not necessarily something that's in our scope like as a personal trainer and instructor that's outside of our Mm -hmm. realm but that's just normal human right character instinct right is to pray and so you know recommending something like that yeah i that's something that i am proud to do if i feel there's a need and that person is open to that idea right yeah, yes. it's it's important to find, and if that's not your thing, that's totally cool. Yeah. Maybe journaling works really well. Yeah. Um, I like to, you know, you do Pilates. That's your that's your form of release. Mine is picking up really heavy stuff and letting it fall on the ground, <laughs> lifting weight. Like there's nothing better than picking up some heavy ass weight off the ground for me. Like that just makes me right. gets my frustration have, out. Um, and what's that? Um, that activity they have now where it's um. Smash therapy. Smash therapy. Yes, Thank you. I know. I so want to go. That's so up my wheelhouse. I'm like, I can beat the or crap out just, of stuff or you could just, and not have to clean it up. You yes. Pay to smash stuff. Yes, I like, can get behind it's that. Awesome. I totally support that. I, I mean, and for some super. people, that's totally yeah. And they have stuff like I don't get this at all, but they have rage yoga, which totally. I goes, have heard of that, but that's like total contradictory, yeah, right? Yes, but for some people, that that works for them. Like, going and listening to, like, loud music and, like, you know, just, I, I don't no. I don't get it. Like, have you seen the Dr. Seuss clip uh, where Jim Carrey's Dr. Seuss and he's doing yoga? No, I haven't seen that. Okay, I, I'm going to try to find it and see if I can attach it to the show notes of this, but I'll show it to you after this. It is the funniest thing you'll ever see because it's totally me doing yoga. So, look, <laughs> look for... After this podcast is over, go and look up the Grinch doing yoga. And he's sitting there in his Grinch green, you know, fur thing. Mm. I promise you, if you don't laugh, you're dead inside. So <laughs> I'll, sh- I'll show you when we're done. But anyway. Okay. So, yeah. Finding a way to release your stress is super duper important. Whether that's with, you know, exercise, um, meditation, meditation, prayer, journaling, Getting outside, reconnecting with Earth. Seriously, oh, absolutely. just going go for stand a in walk. the grass. Go yeah. stand in the grass. Let the sun hit on your face. The fresh air does wonders for you. Um, Being outside in the like, just yeah. having that that vitamin D. Right. Just finding find something that brings you joy, and finding the positive in every day mm-hmm. because we all have shit days. 
right? Oh, absolutely. And we all go through really rough seasons where really horrible things happen. But most of the time, I mean, if something horrible happens to my family, that's different. Don't ask me to find the good in that day. Yeah. But on as a whole, even with this whole pandemic thing going on, there's still so much good to be had. And just focusing on that really can help reduce a little bit of that stress. Yeah. Right? Well, and, and you know, you can go and, um, I can't think of what they're called right now, but you can look up a motivational quote for each day. Yeah, find, find your thing. Devotional. Yes, I do a daily and, devotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah, daily devotional. Like, um, my sister's mother-in-law had given me a book a couple of years ago, and I still refer to it, like, every day. It has a different devotional. Is it Jesus Calling? Yeah. 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 Mine's right there. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's great. Yeah. I mean, and it doesn't necessarily have to be religious. It could be, you know, you just go and look up a quote, right. post it on your social media feed, right. or post it on your refrigerator or something. Just something that speaks to you. And I think now is a great time to do that because we're not. For those of us, especially with kids, we're not running kids to after school activities till all hours into the night. We're all usually home. And we're able to have dinner together. And this is a time where you're able to instill maybe a couple of new practices that are going to serve you better. When life does get back to normal and things start picking back up, you can already have these practices in place to help ease that stress a little bit. Now's a great time to create healthy habits. Yep. I mean, you may not be putting it in your mouth or working it out, but it's something for your mind. Because you have to think about... All these habits we're creating, it's shaping our mind. And right. it, think of it as like brain food. Yep. yep. And it's important. And so that brings us to the last thing that's really one of my favorites. And that's sleep. Because I love to sleep. Yes. It's fantastic. <laughs> we should all do it. It's amazing. It's amazing. Um, naps are great. Especially if you have little kids. Naps are fantastic. Um but I really just can't stress the importance of adequate sleep. And I think the average is seven to eight hours um, for, for adults, right? Kids are a different story. That's a whole different podcast. Um, but sleep is super duper important. It's one of those things that I always ask my clients. And I can tell if their session is not going well and they're kind of a bit off, I'll um, stop them and say, you know, how was your sleep last night? Nine times out of ten, I didn't sleep good. I tossed and turned. I was up three times. You know, the baby was awake, What, whatever it was. Okay, that makes a lot more sense, right? Mm-hmm. We're just not at our best. And I know that we, again, like with stress, we go through different seasons. If you've got an infant at home or little kids and they're not sleeping through the night, I get it. Like, I, I get it. And yeah. that's, that's where I def- tell my clients, then you need to prioritize sleep. Instead of trying to make it to that 5 a.m. boot camp five days yeah. a week, stop it yeah. and sleep. It is that important. That's where we recover. That's where, if you're lifting weights and things, that's where your muscles are um, repairing themselves. Mm -hmm. It's vital. Um, And now maybe you do have a little bit more time on your hands. So maybe that is something you can prioritize a little bit right now. Take afternoon naps with the kids. (laughs) Naps are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But sleep is so important. And some people, yeah, so it is recommended seven to eight hours. Now, some people can function on six. Some people need 10. Everybody is different. Like me, I, you know, I'm fine on six hours of sleep. Any less and I I can't function. Like if you can get a minute less than six hours, I'm like, "Uh, 
the like I yeah. just can't. See, I'm like a solid seven and a half, eight, or I'm just ridiculous. Yeah, I can't. I can't think. Well, but again, everybody's your personality right. is different. It's just how you're wired. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's vital. It pay, it plays a key role in how you execute the other areas: stress, um, nutrition fitness if you're not getting the sleep you need you're not gonna score high in those other areas right you can only go so long before it starts to show right and you can't make it up on the weekends or i'll sleep later it doesn't it's not a bank it doesn't you can't replenish it yeah you can't reserve time (laughs) right um and i i don't want to get into a whole lot of details but there are studies that show that lack of sleep can lead to other forms of illnesses mm-hmm. as you get older, like Alzheimer's. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe Parkinson's is another one. Um, dementia, I, be- de- I yeah, believe. Yeah, dementia is yeah. the one I was thinking of. Yeah. Um, and it all has to do with the lack of sleep. I mean, of course, your nutrition, your stress levels, those can all play a key role in those as well. Right. But sleep is just that important. Well, yeah, and I mean, if you're not getting enough sleep, so your body's not allowing itself to repair and recover, replenish, all those things, which means your immune system is going to naturally be weakened, which right. is the last freaking thing you want right now. Right, and you know, who knows what's going to happen with the coronavirus. It could end in three weeks. It could end in three months. It could be three years. Who knows? Maybe it, it takes a break. Like, we're out of this in three weeks, and it comes back again in six months. Right. We just don't know. Regardless, you want to make sure that your health is on point. I think that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. So, I mean, y'all just please make sure that you're doing the best that you can to take care of yourselves. Because if you're not taking care of yourselves, you're not able to, you're not going to be able to take care of your loved ones. Amen to that. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree. We'd love to have your feedback and have you subscribe to our podcast. To connect with us, feel free to look us up on Facebook at Beyond Fitness with Mel and Bree, or you can find Mel on Instagram at Mel Hammonds or Bree at Hope Faith Get Fit. Until next time.